back to tomorrow's office talk. In episode 7, we give a recap of the 70 points put on Denver's head and the rest of the surprises in week 3. We also cover the Archers' big win in the PLL championship. I think that may be my bandwagon team. Week three officially in the books, dude. We had some crazy games this weekend. A lot of surprises. Insane. This week was insane. It was I said there's a lot of games that didn't go how expected. There's a lot of scores that you just didn't expect to see. Um, so we can kind of go ahead and get into our recap. Um, we'll kind of talk. Honestly, I don't want to talk about it, but a reminder of the Thursday night score: the Niners just dismantled the Giants, thirty to twelve talked about in our last episode get rid of Daniel Dimes he is not the answer Um, but moving forward from that onto our Sunday game starting off with the Colts upsetting the Ravens 22 to 19 and I mean this was with Gardner Minshew I think what was surprising about this game is that it turned into a kicking game and the Ravens lost the kicking game yeah I think the last time they met they met it was an overtime victory by the Ravens and I think it was kind of a defensive game as well sort of a defensive game to me but the Colts defense what would you send me their number one they are tied for second like the majority of the stats like so right now they are averaging four sacks a game which Uh, is pretty impressive yeah the Colts have always like historically I'm no, I know them for, obviously, Peyton Manning, but still having that good defense. Like they have a great defense, and I, I'm not going to take anything from the defense. Ravens were, Ravens were banged up, but they still had a chance to win the game. So, I mean, now you've got to give kudos to the Colts' defense there. Yeah, and you and have one of the top quarterbacks and one of the top kickers. So, you lose in a kicking game. It's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. I mean – I know the Ravens are beat up, but so are the Colts. I feel like people tend to forget that Richardson is our starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Our starting center was out. And what people really tend to forget is that we don't have Jonathan Taylor. Like, that's also a huge piece that the Colts are also missing. Yeah. It was a rainy, sloppy game. And I, I said before, I think that could be used to our advantage. I think it kind of was. They didn't seem to go too crazy with Lamar, like, trying, like, deep balls or anything like that. <clears throat> but, the, I mean, the Colts showed up. The Colts kicker specifically, Matt Gay, he really showed up. It's it's in crazy the stats he had. He had four fifty yard plus field goals. That's an NFL record. That's never Damn. happened before. Damn. And you do that against the best supposedly the best kicker in the league. Yeah, watching. And he all his kicks were like dead straight. Like they didn't even down the middle. Yeah, they didn't even look close like they were. Oh close. yeah. That's some mental fortitude right there. That that was what I was most impressed with. He wanted to win. He he remembers the last game. Yeah, he yeah, wanted absolutely. that win. Uh, Colts, I do want a little spotlight on the Colts rookie cornerback, Juju Brents. He's from Kansas. Uh, he was a healthy scratch the first two games, you know, not necessarily knowing the reason why, whether it's just like the team didn't feel like he was ready or not. He debuted in this game, and he had a forced fumble against Kenyon Drake, and he just had an overall really well debut, so that was really awesome to see too. And then, good stuff. Yeah, it, it was good. It was definitely good stuff. Um, 
but I think the Colts are better than a lot of people expected them to be this season. And I'm not saying like a Super Bowl contender or anything, but we proved that we can go with like some of the best teams already. You know, we lost the Jags, but it was a really close game until like the last quarter. Yeah, um, if I remember correctly, last year the Colts just missed the playoffs because of um, a quarterback situation. Just Carson Wentz wasn't didn't play good that last game. Last year was Matt Ryan. The year before was Carson Wentz. Okay, but that's that's what happened the year before. Okay, okay, that was two years ago. Okay, yeah. last year is the one where we just went through absolute hell. We fired our head coach midway through the season. We had an interim head coach. We Matt Ryan getting hurt and then being benched, and then it was just a roller coaster of suck. Essentially. Yeah, that's like, it was just brutal last year. That's all I really. That's the only thing I see the Colts um, lagging behind in or we're lagging behind and was having a significant quarterback like you're a decent quarterback I should say um Richardson seems to fit it but obviously he's injured once he gets once he gets all that situated I feel like they can take this team um to the playoffs if it's not this year it has to be next I mean it's going to be next year because with that defense man I don't see why not the Colts yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of our linebackers, Zaire Franklin, he is leading the NFL with 45 tackles, which is, I think, almost like 20 above the person second. So, yes. I mean, even that alone, he's having a crazy year. Yeah, 45 tackles in, what, three games? Is, what the fuck? That's yeah, crazy He's shit. out there, like, every single snap. Yeah. It's insane. It's great conditioning. Ravens got a tough one next week against the Browns, I believe, so that'll be interesting to watch. Colts go to the Rams, so it's still two good tests for these teams to see – if they still are on par with what we expect. And I know, like, probably Ravens fans expected to blow the Colts out and stuff like that, but that's to me that was an unrealistic expectation going into that game, and the Ravens shouldn't be too worried because the Colts are, like, a solid team. So I don't know who expected a blowout. That's crazy. Just, no, that's crazy as shit. I mean, yeah, it was all over TV. No one picked the Colts to win. It's not winning. I can understand not winning, yeah. but a blowout. Yeah, not, not with that defense. The Ravens thought they were going to walk all over him, and maybe the team even thought that too, and that's kind of what caught him off guard. But you should never think yeah. that in the NFL because they're all pro players. Yeah, and especially the way the Ravens are playing, they're not playing really in a they're not playing a blowout style. No, they're not. They're Games. little dink and dunk kind of kind of old school style. I would say. Yeah, you're just doing what works right now. Yeah. Moving on to the next one, we have Titans losing to the Browns three to twenty seven. I mean, dude, I don't even know what the Titans are at this rate because they beat the Chargers, which the Chargers are, at this rate, have one of the worst defenses in the NFL somehow. But then they lose to the Saints, who has one of the worst offenses for some reason. And then you, I mean, you kind of get dismantled by the Browns. They're putting up three points and they end up 27. Yeah, um, the Titans, they're just really inconsistent. That's that's really my take on the um, Titans the inconsistency of the team. Yes, they go beat the Chargers, lose to the Saints, lose to the Browns, but don't get me wrong, Browns have a great defense. And Deshaun Watson actually looked good that game. Yeah, Uh, he had a good bounce back. He went, uh, he completed 27 of 33 for 289 yards and two touchdowns. So he did have a, he had a really good game. That's really solid, especially the game he played the the week prior. I mean, that's what you want to see if you're a Browns fan. The I'm Titans. Curious. I'm curious how long they're going to ride with Tannehill. 
Oh, no, Will Levis. Will Levis, to me, will be starting in a couple of weeks. Think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Derrick Henry, they held Derrick Henry under, what, 30, maybe 40 yards? Held him under 30. He had 11 carries for under 30 yards. Yep. Yeah. So, they, you just got to tip your hat to that defense of the Browns. They bounced back um, from the, the week prior. I mean, the week prior, they only held the Steelers to seven points. So, it's yeah. not really a bounce back. They, they still did good. The offense is what really lost them yeah. in that game before. Yeah. And then, let's see, uh, yeah, Tannehill, he completed 13 out of 25 for 104 yards. It's yeah. just terrible. It's just great defense. It's just insane defense. 104 yards by the quarterback, under 30 yards by supposedly a top five running back in the league. Yeah, he, yeah that Browns really stepped up. Yeah. I was also pretty intrigued with how quickly they got Hunt out there. I know he was, like, there last year, but he only signed with, like, a handful of days before this game. Yeah, I don't think they changed much. That's what I'm thinking. They didn't change much from when he was there. So, um, and I don't ever see the Browns doing like too much trickery. No, like too much. Yeah, they they keep it pretty simple. But I don't I don't think it was hard for Hunt. Yeah, I'm curious to see if they keep ramping up his touches. To where if he, I, I think they're going to stick with Ford for the running back one, in my opinion, but maybe more of a closer to 50-50 snap count. Definitely. I would I would use Ford because you're you're bringing in Hunt, not for your future. Obviously, you just need some coverage. Yeah. But I would use Ford to see if now you can keep him in the future. Yeah, or absolutely. Or do you I mean, just let him walk? He's looked good, too, so far. I mean, it's only been a game and a half, but yeah. he's he's looked pretty solid. He's playing well. Yeah. Moving on to the next one, we have the Falcons losing to the Lions 6-20. to I mean, Desmond Ritter did not have a good game at all. Uh, the Lions, honestly, they didn't have a great game, but their defense did, which I think was kind of a good thing to see. Yeah. I think their defense has been the biggest question mark on that team. I mean, yeah, Ritter, he went – he completed 21 out of 38 for 201 yards and a fumble. Like, it's it's not great. Completion-wise, it's mm-hmm. not fantastic. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Drake London, but I feel like they need to use him as that wide receiver one more. Like, when the teams are, like, down and they just can't get stuff going, they start going to their guy. And I know you have John Robinson, but, like, at some point, you think you would try to start targeting London as well. Yeah, this was, a, this was kind of a tough test for the Falcons, a young offense against not, like, a top defense, but they, they're skilled on the defense, I think. What do you have? Aiden Hutchinson in there. I think he got injured that game. Um, you got a cornerback from the Steelers. If they got Brian Branch from Alabama. They drafted. Yeah, solid. I mean, you lost. You lost your best defensive player, um, C.J. Gardner Johnson, but his energy just brings it to that defense. So they step up every game, and I feel like they were they were okay last year. Like the Lions were making games games. Because of their offense and their defense. I, I like their defense. So it was – I I knew the Lions would win this, but I knew it would be because of their defense. Like, I knew their defense would step up. I thought they were going to win because of their offense, and it was really their defense that won it. It is also cool to see Jamar Gibbs getting 17 touches, I believe it was. So they're starting to yeah. ramp up his stuff with David being injured. Um, yeah. Maybe move him into that running back one position. 
I, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah, I just thought they had something going. Game one, that one-two punch was looking good. It, it did look really good game one, yeah. I will say. One-two punch, and then you mix in the passing in there, too. With St. Brown, Reynolds, man, they, they look good. Maybe they just kind of flipped the script with a one-two punch. Have Gibbs doing more of the early downs, mm-hmm. and then Montgomery the, the shorter downs, which, I mean, isn't normally how you do it when you have a speedier back versus a more of a power back. Yeah. So, I mean, that's very well a possibility, I think. Yeah, definitely. A lot of teams do it. And then their tight end, Laporta, for the Lions, he starts stepping up. He got eight receptions for 84 yards. And I believe he's now leading tight ends in receiving yards in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, Laporta, past couple of uh, past couple of games, he's looked like the best tight end in the league. Like tight ends, I know tight ends aren't getting as much love as they did in the past, but he has really been surprising me for him to be a rookie. Um, he's looking at t- – I definitely think he could fight for rookie of the year as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you lead the NFL in yards for a tight end as a rookie, that's good. Although it's a, I think it's a popularity battle. I think that award is a popularity battle. Unfortunately, yeah. I think a lot of the NFL awards are kind of – I mean, like, even the MVP, that's just yeah. a quarterback award, man. Like, yeah. you kind of say a no chance if you're not a quarterback. Yeah, definitely. And then, like you said, with the rookie, it's, like, popularity. Who, who's being shown on TV more? Who has mm-hmm. more fans? Like, it's unfortunate, but that is kind of the truth behind it. Yeah. I'm going to fight for Laporta, though, if he keeps playing like this. Moving on to our next one, we got the Saints falling to the Packers, 17-18. to I feel like... Have this... Another thing about the Saints, I think they've only scored like 17 points. But in each of their games? Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it. Shoot, I can't even remember. If not, I know week one, they beat the Titans 17-16. Shit. So what, what did they lose to 18-17 in the Green Bay game? They lost 18-17 to Green Bay. Shit, we, uh, maybe. Yeah, let me Are they that record. consistent? Maybe. I mean, that is the key. That is consistency, right? Consistency, man. I mean, but you got to step it up somewhere. Okay, so they they lost to the Saints fifteen to sixteen, or they lost to the Titans fifteen to sixteen. Fifteen sixteen, okay. And then they beat the Panthers twenty to seventeen, and then they lost seventeen to eighteen. Sheesh. I mean that's pretty consistent, I suppose, but so not in the way you kind of want it to be. So you can guess the score. Damn, guess the correct score next week, huh? Well, now they're not going to have Carr. He's going to be out for at least a week or two. Damn, what happened to him? Uh, I believe he got popped in – it might have been the shoulder. Damn. I don't remember exactly, but he's he's going to miss some time. Some people are thinking he's going to miss several weeks. Okay, damn, I missed that. Yep. So that's I – mean, they're going to have Jameis coming in. I don't know if that's, like, too crazy of a difference in quarterbacks to where it makes that much of a difference. Um I can almost see their offense doing better with Jameis just because he's been there for a while now, too. I got to roll with Jameis, man. He's from Florida State, man. Florida State quarterback. He's also just, like, so funny. Ironically, just so funny with everything he does. Oh, he's a hilarious guy that's just sometimes bad at his job. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's like how you can't hate him just because he's so funny and likable. Yeah. No, he, he's pretty fun. Uh, the Packers did have to come back in this game. I think this still kind of proves that the defense on the Saints is a pretty real thing. Because even in their games, now they're, I guess this is their first loss, but their first two wins, they had to hold two teams down pretty low. 
Yeah. Granted, the teams weren't great, but they still did. And they held the Packers only 18. Granted, they're missing Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, but Packers' offense still is no joke. Yeah. Uh, well, Jordan Love, I wouldn't say no joke. I got to see more out of Jordan Love. He's he's doing his thing. But he hasn't proved it to me yet. But I would say I, I trust him. I trust him with the ball in his hand. Um, But he hasn't proved it to me. I need to see more. But this is a good win. This is a good step in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, he let it come back, which is always cool. Yeah. I know he's not a rookie, technically, mm-hmm. but, like, this is his first year starting. So d- just to see stuff like that is really good from Definitely. them. Um, and, I, I mean, I feel like they've so far made the right choice when it comes to their options for quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, this feels like a good right direction for them. Yeah, Jordan Love, good pick. Moving on to the next one, we got the first – in my eyes, the first real upset or shocker, at least, we have Texans beating the Jaguars thirty-seven to seventeen. I mean, this is in Jacksonville. This is quite frankly just embarrassing to me. Nah, this this is really embarrassing. Um, losing to the Texans in that manner, where the Texans to me have a uh, sketchy defense. I, I don't. I don't. I just don't get it with the Jaguars. I mean. They had all they had we had high potential for the Jaguars coming into the season and they just think it up. I mean, I gotta give it to the offense of the Texans and the defense, obviously. Uh, but Tank, my boy Tank went off. He went the fuck off that game. Yeah, no, Tank looked really good. I, I think the one highlight I seen he was just wide open, <laughs> catching and just burning. He just Bro. kept going. And then they also had that uh I think it was a punt return. From like a fullback or something. Yeah, it was, that was embarrassing. That was bad. That was like the, I think they said it was the longest touchdown return from 40 yards out for anyone over 250 pounds because he was 255. Dude, he looked huge running that ball. I'm like, no one can catch him? He must be fast as shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how nobody caught him. I mean, the special teams, you normally have speed at the very yeah. least. So that, this is, I don't know. This is bad. Tank went off with his five receptions, 145 yards and a touchdown. Stroud had a really good game, completed 20 out of 30 for 280 yards and two touchdowns. I don't know if this is more on the Jaguars' defense or the Jaguars' offense, and I'm kind of leaning towards their offense because Houston's defense isn't anything great. Yeah, I'm I'm just leaning toward the Jaguars as a team at this point. Like they're going For one, they're going backwards, and I'm kind of like worried for them. Like what's going on in the house? What what are you guys doing? I don't know. You you just don't lose back to back home games with that much potential. Yeah, and one of them being against one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they yeah. get blown out by them too. A blowout, man! We almost put up forty points. What yeah, that's that's crazy in Jacksonville too. That's insane. If if I'm the Jaguars, I'm definitely starting to press some kind of panic button. I'm not sure who they face next week yet, but yeah. like. Week six, you got the Colts coming in. The Colts are starting to get something moving here. Yeah. They barely lost to them week one. Like, you guys got to – if you're going you're gonna to mess around, you have too many divisional games early, you're going to mess around and you're going to find yourself in a spot that's going to be very, very hard to make a playoffs in. Yeah, they they need to turn around ASAP. I just don't get it. They're struggling to score back-to-back games, 17 points. I mean, it's a touchdown and a half. What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I love to see it, though, if I'm being honest. I'm not a big fan of Jags or their fans, so 
it is pretty great, and I will continue to root for their downfall. Um, I do not want to see them do good. It's division. Just don't want to see it. So Tough. I'm loving it right now, especially since this is like the best team they've had in a very long time. Yeah. Moving on to the next one, our next shocker. The 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 way who won didn't really shock, but the way it did, it's Broncos losing to the Dolphins twenty to seventy. I never thought I would see seventy on a scoreboard in my lifetime. Yeah, I I've never seen it. Never thought I'd see it. I just didn't think teams score that much. I just didn't. I thought teams like, you know, take it easy. Sometimes I'm not blaming it on the Dolphins at all, but I thought teams just win with class. Win with class. It's like at 50 points, did you say, let's just keep going? Like, that's cool. I like that. Let's get seven. But they did slow down at 70 points. They could have went for the record. But, I mean, everything for the Dolphins was clicking that day. It's like, to me, it's like when you go into the gym or when you're in an NBA game and you're making every shot. They scored 10 touchdowns. I mean, what? What? When's the last time I've seen 10 touchdowns being scored in a game? Never. I've never seen the shit. <laughs> I mean, it's but, hard to even imagine, like, on Madden. Like, think of, like, some of the a really good Madden game. I feel like I've been up, like, 50. 50 like, points? Like, yeah, where, like, I feel like every play is just working. Yeah. I'm scoring nonstop. These guys did it in real life and put up 70. 70 fucking points. I mean, it's insane. I, th- I do think this offense is, like, a historically good offense. And it might just be that they also matched up with, like, a historically bad defense because the Commanders just put up over 30 against the Broncos last week, too. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Commanders' offense is necessarily bad, but they shouldn't pit up 30. Your defense shouldn't give up 100 points in two games. They suck. Yeah. It's, Something has to – someone has to get fired, honestly. You're not supposed to put that on TV. That's no. not supposed to happen on TV. This might be, like, the downfall of the Broncos for the next, like, 10 years, if not more. I mean, they trade for Russell Wilson. They trade for Sean Payton. And each time they made these trades, nothing has happened. I didn't even know you could trade for a coach. Like, I found that out a couple of months ago. I was like, wait, they did? How yep. the fuck do you do that? Okay. Yeah, that's that's weird, too. If it's under contract, you can trade them. They did it, and they yeah. still just absolutely suck. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, they suck. But shout out to the Dolphins, man, looking like one of the best offenses in the game. As long as they're healthy, I don't see how they're not the AFC favorite right now. Just yeah, solely because their their offense is gonna put up crazy points. Yeah, I mean, that group is talented. That's a fucking talented group. I like that. Broncos. I, I'm not sure what they are. I don't know what they try to do moving forward. They're in such a hole that it might be bad for a while. Yeah, I seen seen a video of one of their linemen. I don't know if it was offense or defense, but he said he's been there. We say he's been there ten years. Might have said seven. And all he's done is loose. And I was like, God damn. As you can see the sadness in his face. I'm like, fuck. I feel so bad for the guy. Because it's like, you're doing your job. You're lineman. You're you're doing your part. But it's those other players. Not blaming on other, the other players. But you got to score some points. Yeah. No, I uh, I seen that video too. And it does make you feel bad. Because yeah. like, you kind of put yourself in his shoes. And like, man. I couldn't sucks. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Like if I was in his shoes, I couldn't do anything either. No, it's like I'm just I guess a I'm Just here to get paid, I guess. Yeah. We're not gonna win nothing. Uh, so, I, I don't know how the Broncos will find any way to be positive after that game. 
I don't know how they try to fix their morale after that game, but they got a lot of damage control to try to get done. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know what you say to a team after you get beat by 50 other than, look, forget about it. It happened. Forget about it. You'll be seeing it on the TV all fucking week, maybe for the next month. But you got to forget about it. Let's move on to the next game. It happened. It's one game. I don't know. That'll help. Because I would say, but coach, they beat us by 50. Can't forget about that. Yeah, that's bad. It's forget the best he can. I don't know. Yeah. Try to get some kind of bounce back. Keep a, keep a team under 30 next week, and you set that as a goal. Yeah. That's really what it is, just step by step. Moving on to the next one, we have the Chargers beating the Vikings 28-24. to 24. Close to a tie, like we like we predicted. I predicted, and then we kind of wanted because it would be funny. Both of these defenses, I know it was only 28 to 24, but I feel like both these defenses just suck, like, every week at some, some yeah. point. Yeah, they're not playing the best defense at all. Um, Chargers, I think they're close to giving up 100 points. Yeah, they're close to giving up 100 points. Probably one more game, they'll be at 100 points. Four games through, yeah, four games, 100 points. I'm calling that. Yeah, I mean... The Vikings almost scored last minute too, but they threw a he threw a pass that wasn't great and then it was intercepted. Yeah. So like they were really close to letting up a lot of points again. It's it's not a great look. I mean the Chargers kind of had to pull out some trickery. They had the Keenan Allen uh, play where he threw pass. a touchdown to Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams is now out for the season. He tore his ACL. Yeah. I know. Usually let down. Yeah, it, it's injuries suck, and it also sucks to say like almost like a, I told you so because we've. At least I've been really high on their wide receivers are just super injury prone. It it's just a matter of the fact at this rate, right? I mean, this something happens every single year to this guy to where he misses a good amount of time. Yeah, he's it just sucks just to see him get injured every year. Like he just can't stay healthy, can't stay available. And to me, I think I would like pack it up, honestly, because now you got to think about your future. Uh, outside of the NFL, you got to think about your future self. Like, dude, just let it go. Yeah, I mean, he's had to make enough money to live off of still. Like like you said, you got to worry about your own health outside of this yeah. now. And, and it should be a serious concern for him, and I hope it is. Take it seriously. Definitely. Justin Jefferson got his touchdown. Finally did. They still lost. If I'm the Vikings, I don't know what I'm doing. You guys are 0-3, but you're essentially in the same position as the Chargers. Like, your offense is not bad, but your defense just lets up points every single week. Yeah, the, I mean, it's not on their offense at all. It's like they need one key defensive stop, and they just don't get it. They can't cover anybody. They can't stop anyone from scoring. I don't know what the fuck's going on with the Vikings, but I do I do know we got to get my boy Kirk out of there. We got to get him to the Jets. I'm vouching for it. I mean, that would be the best-case scenario for the Jets at this point. We're going to get to them next game, but they've got some issues they got to deal with too. But it's like with the Vikings, you got Justin Jefferson, so it's like who do you pit in there as quarterback? Because you still have players that are going to want to compete to try to win because you got some young studs still. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to go the, the Raiders route, you know, just struggle with that quarterback until you find one. I mean, look at Devontae Adams still doing his thing. Was he have 16 catches, some shit like that? I mean, you're, you'll still need 
you'll still have those players. I guess it's like a partial rebuild or something. I don't know. You just find that decent quarterback that can get you to the next two years. Yeah, they got to figure something out. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see how these next few weeks go for them and kind of what path they decide to go down with Kirk. Moving on to the next one, we have the Patriots beating the Jets 15-10. to Zach Wilson has got to go. He's got to go. He can't be there anymore, man. He's got to go. Yeah, he just doesn't look like he's fit for football. The guy just doesn't look like he's ready for football. I don't I don't know what they're saying in practice or what they've seen to keep him around long, around long enough. But what I've seen this past week, this past weekend, was just not what I'm used to seeing in a quarterback in the NFL. No, it's like, is it Salah, you know, the head coach keeps saying how they're sticking with him, this and that. And they I mean, they signed Trevor Simeon, which is a hilarious signing because, like, that doesn't improve anything, in my opinion. No. But it's he he can't stay. Like, you cannot realistically keep saying that, yeah, we we can win with him because you guys can't. And he's proven it over and over and yeah. over and over again. He can't do it anymore. Yeah, and I mean, playing the Patriots, kind of knew how that was going to come out. Got Zach Wilson at um, quarterback. Patriots not losing this. I mean, Belichick is not losing no fucking Zach Wilson, like I said. Uh, what, 15th game in a row they beat him? I would have liked to see... Damn, I would have liked to see um, Rodgers out there. It, w- it would have been fun if Rodgers yeah. out there because Patriots only put up 15. Yeah, that's what a very was, good chance yeah. that they had a legit QB1 they win that game. And, has, you know, kind of shout out to the Jets defense. They're still playing as the Jets defense. Yeah. I know and the Patriots offense is anything crazy, but you still only had them to 15 points. So you had a yeah. game still. Yeah, the Jets, I feel like the Jets defense, they're going to they're gonna play regardless of what the offense is doing. They just... They're keeping them in games, though. I like that. Yeah. Because if you had one more fucking score from the offense, you would have won that game. Hopefully they, they start seeing that and start having some serious talks about what they can do for quarterback. Yeah. Because if I'm a Jets fan, I'm, I'm deflated at this point. It's rough. Done. Hell yeah. Moving on to the next one, we got the Bills beating the Commanders in a pretty big blowout, 37-3. to three. I mean, Bill's defense just went crazy. They got four interceptions. They were not letting up at all. This is kind of how you would expect this game to turn out. I don't think the Commanders are still a terrible team. It's just more of one team should have beat the other one by a lot, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah, this is just a a wake-up call for the Commanders. I mean, you're not that team that you thought you were. You were 2-0, yes, great start. Um, But you still got some work to do. You know, playing one of those teams, those top AFC teams, this is how it's really, this is how it's supposed to go for the Bills, playing the Commanders. In my eyes, I think the Bills came out playing like a mad team, like they're getting disrespected um, by other teams, by the league, by fans. This is, this is what we wanted the first game. This is what, you know, fans want continuing on. This is what they expect. Like them being a playoff team. Yeah. No, I think the Commanders, are, they're kind of a mid-team. I think they'll have some games they'll be competitive and that they shouldn't. Yeah. They might even get a few more wins of teams that they shouldn't beat. But there's also going to be probably a few more games like this where they get beat by a top contender. But, like, the Commanders are still in, like, a pretty decent rebuild. Like, 
there's still a lot to look forward to moving forward, especially if Sam Howell just kind of keeps progressing. Yeah. So while this this loss does suck, especially since it's 37-3, I wouldn't hang my head too much just because, to me, the Commander's not a playoff team this year. Going into the season, I didn't think they were. So Yeah. No, I'm, that was kind of solely on the Commander's fans. Like that 2-0 and start now. Would you beat the Cardinals and I think the Broncos, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yeah, the two bottom teams. Not taking anything away from Sam Howell. I like I like the guy. But this was a test. This was his real test in the NFL. And I just think he wasn't ready. Yeah. He's got to learn from it. Get yeah. back to lab. Fix De- it. Definitely. Yeah, I wouldn't hang my head. No, I will say uh, a lot of people are not high on Jared Cook, the running back for the Bills, because they're never high on any Bills running back, which is kind of fair. But he did have 15 carries for almost 100 yards, so... It looks like they're going to start using him more and more. Yeah. Especially if you can get to a position where you don't need to throw it more and you can rely on a running back to kind of just help draw that time out or even close games out. So that's something to keep you on as well. Yeah, Bill's handing the ball off 15 times, man. Not used to that. So I'd like to see Cook a little more. Yeah, I agree. Moving on to the next one, we have the Panthers falling to the Seahawks 27-37. to Panthers are now 0-3. They had Andy Dalton as their quarterback. I'm going to be honest, I'm kind of surprised this game was as close as it was. I do think their offense stands a better chance at this current second with Andy Dalton than with Bryce Young back there. But, I mean, when you have a rookie quarterback, there's a lot of vets you can put in place that would do better in that moment. But you Mm -hmm. want them to develop and learn. He's probably going to miss next week too, I'm pretty sure. So, it's the Panthers are not really a fun team to watch right now. And it would suck to kind of be a Panthers fan, not even going to lie. Yeah, I mean, Thielen, he was out there doing his thing, but that's about it. Um, I don't know. I think their season's done to me. Just seeing this 0-3 start, I don't know how they come back from this. I don't even know what your goal is for the season. Just progress your rookie quarterback, I guess. But, yeah, I don't look forward to watching Panthers games. No. I mean, it depends on who they play. I'm not even sure if there's a matchup that I would – be really interested. I mean, at this rate, I feel like they're a front runner for uh, Marvin Harrison. Definitely. Because I, um, they traded a lot for Bryce Young, so like I can't imagine even if they had the first pick yeah. that they would take a quarterback. Granted, I think nah, I Caleb don't think Williams they will. will be great, but it's one of those things where if they're like in the first pick, they probably traded away to get a lot of the assets back. Yeah. Because people are going to give a bag for Caleb Williams, like 100%. Yeah. And then maybe you get uh, in a position where you still get Marvin Harrison, some picks. You're rebuilding. That's all Panthers fans should expect. Yeah. On the other side, Seahawks offense stepped it up. Kenneth Walker, he looked really, really good. Finally, Um, man. Yeah, he's starting to look like himself from last year, like he did near the end. Yeah. And then the Seahawks are just a feisty team. Like, I I know they only won by, like, 10 against the Panthers, but I feel Mm -hmm. like it's just one of those teams – they're like the upper end of the mid-teams yeah. where they'll probably squeak into the playoffs somehow and they might even just upset the first person they play. Yeah, I would I would be careful with playing the Seahawks. If, if they make it to the playoffs, playing them first round, only because you just don't know what's their, – their offense can be clicking that game. Like when, when their offense is clicking, they look really good. Yeah. Like all, all points of the offense clicking. I mean, Gino on point. Once Gino gets on point, he's he can get hot. Yeah, he can. I, I enjoy watching Gino. It's kind of like 
well, it's like a Cinderella story for him. Yeah. It's fun to watch. I like him. He, he does his job out there. That's what I like about him. Moving on to the next one, a really big surprise in my opinion. Cowboys falling to the Cardinals, 16-28. to 28. I mean, this just feels like the Cowboys we all know. I know they started off really hot. You know, they shut out the Giants. They win week two. I don't remember who they beat week two. The Jets, I believe. Jets, yes. So they beat two terrible teams, and then they lose to a terrible team in quite bad fashion. 16-28 to 28 is a bad loss, especially when the Cardinals are supposed to be, like, the worst team in the NFL. No, this is, this is a bad loss, and it just, I don't know, it confuses me. Um, Cowboys were looking like a top three defense in the league, and then they come out and play like this against the Cardinals. They had Josh Dobbs looking like, I don't know, a good quarterback choice. Just just a little confusing to me, like what happened. I'm at the point where I'm going to need to make like a list of the players that I'm just a hater of because I'm a hater of Dak. And mainly because I feel like they're never going to progress anywhere with him. Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's just a part of the team. He's not one of the stars on the team. And I feel like that's where their issue is. If they had like a star in their quarterback – yeah. This team would be insanely scary. Yeah. Like I seen I did see a video where Dak was throwing a pass to the end zone. It might have got picked. Um, it looks like he was throwing it to his camera. The the cameraman in the end zone. Like I know you lead your receivers, so he's expecting his receiver there by the time the ball is there. But I mean he's throwing it with a cardinal right there. Like what the fuck? I I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of him, never have been. I think them getting Trey Lance, and like it's not like they sold anything to get Trey Lance. They got mm-hmm. him really cheap. But I think that kind of shows where their mindset is a little bit. Like, hey, let's, let's pay him back here, have him behind Dak. Maybe it could be another scenario, like how Romo went down and the Dak came in, and yeah. then he ended up being their starter. And maybe this is kind of similar scenario with Trey Lance. Damn, I don't or, see that. Damn. Or maybe another quarterback in the future they draft, you know, late in a round or something. Yeah. But I just, it does not feel like they will actually win anything as long as Dak is back there, in my opinion. Yeah, to me, I'm just not high on Trey Lance at all. I think I don't think you have a chance with either quarterback. Yeah, just, I, I, I don't know much about Trey Lance, to be fair, but. Just looking at it as like a move standpoint. Yeah, maybe Trey, maybe Trey Lance does fit in that system, but what I've seen from him so far in the league, I don't know. And I, I will say have. kudos to the Cardinals because they've been competitive in all their games, quite frankly. Man, listen, no team should be out here losing to the Cardinals. No, no, but I'm just saying they're they're doing better than people have expected. Yeah, even being a one and two record yeah. since those games were also competitive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I still think the Cardinals are a team that can somewhat compete against certain teams. Certain teams. Yeah, like, Cowboys should not have been one Yeah, they shouldn't. Like, but I just don't get that. No, this is – it's embarrassing. If you're a Cowboys fan, I mean, America's team, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, that's they why I think America that. had something to do with it, man. They get real quiet when they lose against stuff like this, too. So America made that call, man. No <laughs> fucking chance they're losing <laughs> to that team. It's so bad. It's crazy. But moving on from that one, we have a pretty big blowout with the Bears losing to the Chiefs 10-41. to 41. I mean, this goes about how you expect it. Um, I, I know it sounds dumb to say, but I'm more impressed that the Chiefs were able to put up 41 
just because I feel like their offense were slow in the first two weeks. I don't think I knew that score at all. I just knew the Bears lost like a bad way, but I didn't know it was forty-one to ten. <laughs> yeah, what no. the fuck? I'm pretty sure they put up thirty in the first half. Like God if they wanted damn. to, they could have pushed for seventy. I'm pretty sure, but Mahomes did get hurt. He got yeah. hurt, missed a few plays, I believe, and came back. And then they ended up benching him not too long after that, which it's like you're up 30 anyways. You probably should just bench him to begin with. So, I mean, Kelsey got his touchdown. Kelsey, got, he got his touchdown and he's got his girl, T yeah. Swift, in the crowd. Yeah, man. I think that's what helped getting the touchdown, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting no. for him to break out some kind of Taylor Swift celebration. And stuff yeah. Like that. Uh, the Bears, though, they – I don't know what they have to do. It's just they're in a bad spot right now. I think they're in the same same spot as the Broncos. Yeah, I think they're slightly worse. Like, if I had to pick the worst team in the league, I think I would still pick the Bears. Pick the Bears. Just because, like, if this is – the Broncos will at least pin up 16, in my opinion. Yeah. Just because they they have a, an okay offense. They have weapons that can pin up points. The Bears have more. Mooney. And Mooney. Mm-hmm. That's really about it. <laughs> like, but they should be able to put up touchdowns. It just starts with the quarterback. It does. And I mean, they have Claypool, too. You should be able to do something with those three. Yeah. Clay, Claypool, I mean, he's another discussion. No, I don't know. I'm not high on Claypool at all. I think he's trash. So. <laughs> yeah. He, he definitely declined. Moving on to the next one, we got the Steelers beating the Raiders 23-18. to I think the Raiders, I think they suck. Like Raiders, I feel like I'm at the point to say that they just suck. Yeah, the Raiders can't figure out how to win. I mean, Jacoby Myers and Devontae Adams did great that game. Jacobs didn't get on, but he, he did okay. Um, but the Raiders, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're blaming McDaniels. Like, I don't fucking know what's going on. Yeah, it's one of those weird, like, question marks on the team. Because, like, on paper, they should be pretty good. Yeah. They, they've got a lot of big names. Even on defense, they got some pretty big names. Marcus Peters, Max Crosby. Yeah. Marcus Peters drops a pick six, and maybe it changes the game a little bit. But, like, I, I can't figure out why they suck. I really can't. Yeah, I don't know. And speaking on that potential pick six, I don't know why the fuck that ball was thrown. I, I mean, I guess you see one-on-one. But do you not know who Marcus Peters is? What the fuck? Yeah, he's had, I think it said 32 interceptions since 2015. Yeah. I mean, That's an absurd stat. You got to respect a veteran like that. Yeah, he Pickett really got lucky with that one. Yeah. On the flip side of it, the Steelers' offense progressed again this week. I want to say it looked good or great, but it took another right step in the right direction. Yeah, Kenny Pickett was hitting a lot of receivers. Um Najee, I think he had 65 yards. Uh, it's, it's a step in the right direction, but I do expect more. Again, it takes it a game at a time. But they, they did look okay. Defense, sharp as always. They were they were doing their things, but our, our DBs, our DBs, man, they were just giving up so much to Devontae Adams. Just the res- It's a respect thing, I get it. But he was just out there catching anything. Yeah, Everything that went to him, it's like, Nine times out of ten, he's catching and he's going to be wide open. When he gets going, he's he's got to be one of the hardest wide receivers to stop. Yeah, because like, every no catch, have. every catch he gets, it's like okay, man, this dude just—it's like he's powering up every catch. I'm like, 
God damn. It was scary. It was actually scary to watch because I'm, I wasn't so for sure we were going to win. No, it's, yeah, it's because they still have those weapons. Like, at any point, Adams could have broke off for an additional touchdown, especially yeah. with getting, like, 16 catches or whatever it was. Like, that's absurd. Yeah. Moving on to our Monday night games, some pretty pretty okay ones. We had the Eagles beating the Bucks 25-11. to 11. I think the, what surprised me about this one the most is I expected a little bit more from the Bucks' offense. Um, I could have seen this ending 25 to 21, Eagles winning. It's just only putting up 11. It just it seemed weird. I know Godwin, he almost had a touchdown. Like he went out like at the one, and there was definitely some miscues on their offense and uh, quite a few drops here and there. But I don't know. It's this was my upset of the week that didn't hit. Obviously that sucks. I've, I'm kind of addicted to upsets at this point. It's just fun. It's it's fun football. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. the The Eagles showed up and like proved that they're one of the top NFC teams. Definitely. I mean, in the Bucks, there their offense. It seemed like they were clicking. It seemed like Baker was trying to get it to his best players. Um, Mike Evans had a drop in the end zone. I mean, when the fuck. I mean, he had a couple of drops in that game. You don't see him drop a lot. And then he comes back with a one-handed catch, landing on his back and almost getting back up on his feet and running. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, it's just the Bucks defense, uh, the Bucks offense against a great Eagles defense. It's kind of what I expect. It was like really the battle. Whoever's defense can stop whoever's offense. Like, of course, you have a high-scoring Eagles offense. Um. Buccaneers are a good defense, but I always think great offense beats good defense. Yeah, I agree. It was cool to see Swift kind of getting that RB1 nod, in my opinion. He uh, he he stepped up. He's still looking good. A lot of people were giving me slack for how high I am on Swift. But, I mean, if they continue to use him the way they are, like, he's he's fitting in really well. Yeah, he hometown, hometown hero in Philly, man. He's from Philly. He looked good playing in Philly. I mean, he looks good in the Philly uniform with the visor, man. I, I know I keep saying that, but I, I like Swift. I think I think they are fading away from Gainwell, as you should. But it's not really fading away. Fading away, but you're like he has to go to that number two spot. Swift has just been really consistent lately. Yeah, I agree. And then AJ Brown kind of had his bounce back game. I don't think he got touchdown, but he had. A really solid game overall. And I'm also ready for the NFL to just ban the whole Jalen Hurts sneaking play that they do. Like, yeah. it's good for like two yards every single time. And I'm just, I'm kind of over it. It kind of feels like one of those plays in Madden that's like broken for the year. And like, you just see every single person running in. It's because it works every single time. Yeah. I mean, you got to, if you ban that, then you have to ban when the running back, uh, when the lineman push the running back for a first down as well. Yeah. Like, you'll see that sometimes, put or push him in the end zone. I think they're, they may think about that, like forward progress stops as soon as that guy gets pushed, but that's kind of weird too. Or maybe it's some kind of formation that they ban. Like yeah. The specific formation of the way they run it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It just feels so cheap and like, it almost feels corny too. Yeah. I don't like it at all because the defense just has no chance. You have no chance at all. It's like, this guy's biggest shit at quarterback <laughs> getting yeah. pushed by other Big line, um, big players. And it's not like they don't have offensive weapons to get those plays down still. Yeah, like, it just seems these. 
I, I do get it. And now, if you're talking about from the Eagles standpoint, I do get why you do that. Yeah, I mean, it works every time. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's just, as a fan, it's fucking annoying to watch. And I'm I'm just super over it. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Moving on to our final Monday night game. We had the Rams fall to the Bengals 16-19. to This game was pretty close. I think the Bengals were favorited by like three or something going into this game. They finally got Chase going. You know, he finally looked like himself, which is really cool. And then the Bengals' defensive line also, like, really stepped up. I think they had six sacks in that game. Yeah, uh, I think his name's Hendrick, Hendrickson. Or, yeah, Hendrickson, their DN. He looked good. Logan Wilson had two picks. I mean, their defense was clicking that game. Their offense was, too. You had a banged-up Burrow who, what, what got, 15, got 15 passes to Chase for 141 yards. Crazy! It's crazy. I like the bounce back for Burrow and Chase and for the team. Higgins, I mean, he just couldn't get on. I think he was dealing with an injury, but he had a, he had a lot of bad drops. Joe Mixon, he helped out a bit. I mean, they look good. Yeah, this, this feels like this should have been as close as it was. Like, these are two good teams, I think. I think the Rams are still a really good team. Um, and if I'm the Rams, I'm not too worried. Yeah, you got a one-two start. Granted, you guys face the Colts next, and if you guys lose to them, that's a little concerning because then you're one and three, and that's always hard, especially since you're with the Seahawks and the Niners. Like, you at least need to finish above the Seahawks to have a chance of playoffs. Yeah, the, I mean, the Rams had it, had it going. I feel like their offense had something going. They had a, I think, if I'm correct, it was a reverse and not a pass, but a reverse to Tutu Atwell, who stepped out at, like, the three-yard line where I thought he scored. But it just looked really close, and that could have changed the whole game. Obviously, if that touchdown counts, the Rams are up um, when the game ends. But, yeah, the Bengals, he stepped out. Bengals stopped him. I think they got a field goal, and they won the game. It is also kind of funny seeing the Bengals fans come back out of the woodworks after their first two losses. Yeah, buddy buddy in the office. Well, not buddy. Well, yeah, buddy in the office. I I messaged her. I don't know about the Bengals this year. It was like last week after this game. No, no, that was two weeks ago. Sorry. After this game, she messaged me back. I'm like, what the, what the fuck are you talking about? That's I said that saying, so you know, later. <laughs> if you're going to talk to talk, you got to start from the beginning of the season. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I get it because I didn't talk shit at all week one. So I get it. <laughs> you acknowledge, though. You acknowledge the. Yeah, the Steelers, man. All right, let's go ahead and get into our big dogs and ankle biters of the week. You want to kick us off with the big dogs? Yeah, man. Um, my big dog. I think I spoke on him a little bit last last episode, but Tank, Tank, Tank the man over in uh, Houston. I think you throw the ball to Tank five, six times a game, you have a great chance at winning. Um. That is an offense that is progressing, and I do think Tank is helping that offense. Uh, of course, you got Nico on the other other um, side of the field, but we got to get the ball to Tank, man. I got I got to see it way more. But yeah, that's my um, big dog of the week. Yeah, Tank Dolly is looking really, really good, man. Uh, I got two. Uh, first one is going to be Matt Gay for the Colts. I got to shout him out. Like I said, he set the record with 450 NFL uh, 
four 50-plus NFL yard field goals in a game. He also had a 32-yard like, field goal in the game. Just didn't miss. Completely automatic, right down the middle. And I've always like I've always wanted to feel the feeling a kicker gets when he gets that game-winning field goal in a close game. Yeah. Because that's got to be so ecstatic. That's got to be amazing. Just, yeah. I couldn't imagine. Hell yeah, that's that's some great kicking and just doing it against supposedly the number one kicker. Yeah, that no, is as a sweet feeling. Justin Tucker came a little short on their game winner, and then they didn't go back to him when they were like a few yards closer, which I thought was really weird because mm-hmm. he only missed by like maybe half a foot. Yeah, not so, trusting Justin Tucker. I mean, yeah, that's how I, I don't give a fuck if he misses. Yeah. I'm sending him again. Yeah, Get absolutely. out there, make the next one. You trust him. You, yeah. you absolutely trust the guy. But Matt Gay stepped up in a ginormous way, and I hope he kind of continues to do that because it's so nice to have a reliable kicker. Yeah, definitely. So every nice. team needs one. Every team fucking wants one. It's like they win you games. They fucking win you playoff games. My other big dog of the week's going to be – I'm going to give a little shout-out to Keenan Allen here. I mean, this dude got targeted 20 times, 18 receptions, 215 yards, and a 50-yard touchdown throw to Mike Williams. I mean, have a fucking game. My God. Yeah, he had a game of his life there. Um, clearly, the Vikings, I mean, he is a top receiver, but doesn't, I don't know, double cover the guy, triple cover the guy. It's not, not letting this guy get all these yards on me and then throw a fucking touchdown. That's it. You're going to do one or the other on my team. <laughs> not letting both happen, bro. You're not going to play receiver and quarterback. No, I mean, absolutely the not. The Vikings just didn't take it personal. I would took that shit personal. Yeah, I would have got real upset. And got, um, they're just playing around on us. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You got to take some shit personal one of these days. All right, let's get into our ankle biters. Go ahead, kick us off with that, too. Uh, my ankle biter, my, well, I have two ankle biters. Um, Sam Howe is my first one. Again, I know you're playing a Bills team. You're playing a, one of the contenders, in my opinion. But, I mean, throwing four interceptions, I, I can't let that go. Like it, I just think it's decision making at that point. I mean, one of them, one of them, I remember wasn't your fault, but I don't know. I was just had high hopes for him, which I'm just speaking solely on this week. But I just didn't think he would come out and play like that against the fucking Bills. The Bills are great defense, defensively, but I just didn't see that happening. Yeah, I wasn't expecting the four interceptions. I think best case scenario is that he just really learns from this yeah. and doesn't repeat it. Yeah, definitely. I think if you see another game or two with four interceptions, then you start to worry. But he's still a young dude. Just he, He's really got to learn from this one. That's the biggest yeah. takeaway, in my opinion. And my my other, uh, my other ankle biter is going to just be the Jaguars as a whole. Really, their defense, and I hate to say their defense because Rayshon Jenkins is the man to me. But, I mean, you got to protect the house. You got to protect the home, man. They just stunk it against the Texans. Yeah, that was just flat out embarrassing. There's no other way to put to put that besides just being embarrassing. Yeah, that's I mean, it's panic time to me. So my week three incubators, I got two. I'm gonna start off with the Cowboys because you lose to, I think it felt like league wide we thought was the worst team, if not at least bottom three teams, mm-hmm. and you come out with this one type after the first two weeks. And he, he, the Cardinals just dismantled them. It was that's just another one where that's just flat out embarrassing. Like you should not have lost the Cardinals like that. Not at all. Like I don't fucking get it. You're, we're supposed to look at this team as one of those top teams in the league, and you come and lose to a bottom. I mean, were you playing to their skill level? I don't know. 
but they did. The Cardinals did look like the better team. Yeah, and it really wasn't a close game. I think that's the most concerning part. Yeah, it wasn't close. They, did, you know, it would be one thing if you like lose by field goal and just a lot of BS stuff kind of happen. You you lost by like twelve points. Yeah, four touch. They scored four touchdowns. Yeah, what the fuck. <laughs> My second one is going to be the Broncos defense and Sean Payton. I think at this point he's in the hot seat. You don't get traded for and then have a team put up 70 points right after the commanders put up 30 points. Yeah, if I was Sean Payton, um, I would have just stayed retired. This is like flat-out embarrassing for a coach who has a great reputation. Now this is on your reputation. Yeah, for no reason. You didn't need to come out of retirement. Man. Yeah. You would have retired with a really good rep, and then now you're in the history books for having some of the most points scored on your defense ever. It's just, I don't know, it's just a bad look. It just sucks coming out of retirement thinking, you know, you're going to turn this team around. I know it's it's hard to turn a team around, but, damn, 50 points. I don't know if this – if they told me I would have to put up with getting a 50 bomb dropped on me or a 70 bomb dropped on me. I would have stayed in retirement. Yeah. Like, even that, if that was a low chance, I'm staying in retirement. <laughs> yeah, that's it's just rough, man. This is the biggest team, in my opinion, that should be panicking. Kind of like I said before, just because they gave up so much to get what they have now, and nothing's yeah. happening. Yeah, that's, that's just tough. Wanted to do a quick touch on the PLL championship. The Archers did win by a point. I got my prediction good there. I felt like uh, they were just – it was kind of destiny for them this year. I didn't yeah. really watch too much of the game because they do it on NFL Sunday, which going back to that rant, you, you got to change the day you do it, man. You cannot do it during early football season. You can't do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not smart. No. But this is a good season for PLL. Looking forward for them to come back for their next one. Um, that program in general just keeps building year after year, and it's really cool just to see where lacrosse has gotten. And just people who have never even thought about lacrosse be like, oh, yeah, I kind of seen that on TV the other day or something like that. Like, it's a huge step in the right direction. Yeah, this shit's cool, man. If I can find out a way to bet on some lacrosse games, man, I will. Because that shit just makes it even funner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we do got some pretty interesting things coming down the pipeline, though. You know, we got NHL starting next weekend i believe i'm gonna try to get into that a little bit yeah uh we have b- uh, basketball starting at the end of next month i, I think so. it is. i think that's right i'm fully in this yeah. year I, I gotta do it for the pot at this rate uh i'll be a big pistons fan i'm pretty much detroit everything besides nfl and uh college lacrosse so it's, it's, it's getting pretty exciting yeah looking forward to katie and the suns doing their thing this year man um haven't been looking good the past couple of years, in my opinion. But we'll turn that around. Outside of that, I think that's all we got. Yes, sir. See you next episode.